This is a special edition of Guest X Podcast coming to you from Malaga, Spain, and broadcasting from the Vitor Living Experience, where we will be talking to some of the leading hospitality experts in the European market. Brian, day two of the Vitor Summit, and we've got a great guest here with us last time. I didn't even know he had made it into the country. His last post I saw on LinkedIn, he's in London, and then all of a sudden, yesterday I got on the bus to go to the gala last night at the award ceremony. And there's Paul Stevens, the editor of Short Term Rentals. And a lot of our listeners in the U.S. will, of course, know the Shorties Awards. Did I pronounce it? Is that yeah, is yeah. that how it's supposed to be? Okay. Some people say Shortsy. Um, Shortsy. But- I've got, to, I've got to emphasize that it is the shorties. <laughs> the shorties. <laughs> no, no matter how many times I say it, there will always be people. Uh, maybe that's why they got me to host it. <laughs> and, and you see how he says it is shorties. Shorties. So we would say shorties. Like we just right. cut it short. And in Spanish, short, shorties. Shorties. Yeah. Can you imagine just, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I tell you, between names on this trip and now names of awards, like it, it's been a rough, for someone who doesn't, who barely speaks English, yeah. let alone other languages, this, is, uh, this has been a tough trip. I have to say you're doing really well with the gracias and uh, uh, yeah, por favor. Yeah, yes. Lo siento. Lo siento. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite, you know. Espanol? No. Yeah. Lo siento. That's about all I got. Um, so, but uh, Paul, thank, thank you very much for, for flying it. But I did, um, so you were just in London, I guess, just up until yesterday, right? And just got a chance to fly in. But you had a new event going on in London. And I know a couple of the acquaintances I have in London were actually attending your event. Uh, tell us a little about what you had going on there. Yeah, so, um, well, firstly, thanks guys for having me on the Guest X podcast. I'm a big fan of what you're doing. and. Yeah, it's great to see uh, these podcasts thriving. Well, um, thank you. But yeah, the event was called uh, Urban Living Festival. So the uh, the company I work for is called International Hospitality Media. We work in sort of premier events for hospitality and real estate asset classes. Short Term Rentals is a website that your guests will hopefully already know about. Yep. Uh, and if not, then they can go away and learn about it. But we also have a service department news website and a boutique hotel news website. So these all you know, interchange and we're sometimes covering the same stories across different web, across all of those websites now because we've got so much sort of merging of these segments. And so yeah, this, this was the inaugural event and it was taking place at Tobacco Dock in London. Some people uh, listening to the podcast may have been there for the recent Short Stay Summit as well. But this event has been so long in the planning, it would have been two, maybe even three years in the planning. And we've had to postpone because we wanted to get the audience there. This is probably the biggest event that we've ever had to plan. But essentially, we were hoping to unite all of these different hospitality and real estate asset classes. So, of course, I come from a short-term rental interest, but service departments, boutique hotels, co-living, co-working, prop tech student accommodation, senior living. Mm. I'm probably forgetting some even there. But, um, well, that's just, pretty incredible that you guys managed to basically make a whole entire conference from all different aspects of uh, travel and tourism exactly, and hospitality. Yeah. And yeah. Talk to us, how, how was the reception of bringing all of those different sectors together? Because they're so, like, 
every aspect of one of those is so different in the way that they operate. Uh, and I can imagine that even down to the technology in the guest experience, in each one of those sectors is different. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it, it was such a busy two days. So we've got, we're uniting people from these different segments. I was doing interviews with people from different uh, real estate institutes, WeWork even. We did a, a, a tour of a WeWork in London and it was interesting hmm. to, you know, see how they're adapting to this new normal. I think they were quite happy as well because they had a major fintech uh, company that's about to move into one of their spaces. But yeah, it's it's such, honestly, so, so exciting to be able to talk about it because we had three different stages uh, at the event as well where people could listen to various talks throughout the day. We had a stay stage, we had a live stage, and we had a work stage. So all of those did something slightly different. You could tune into whichever uh, talk you wanted to throughout the day. And I was doing a round table discussion about master lease and short-term rentals at the end. But it was just a great opportunity to, to network and, and actually be able to meet people from other industries that, it, you know, this isn't the sort of typical industry event where you're coming around the same people all the time. This is merging a lot of different people together and just you very know, exciting. You know, Brian, we talked about this and some of our listeners aren't going to like my opinion on this, but you and I have talked about this. I, I am a little critical of our industry in that I feel like we're really insular. Yep. I feel like we have a lot of the same experts that are at almost every event and and they are you know their content is very good and their thought leadership is very good but we can learn a lot from you know hotels from i think long-term rentals right they can learn a lot from us and you know paul i like the idea of really bringing in some of some of these experts because you know, the risk is you're going to sit if you go to something like this, I would guess you're going to sit in some, maybe some conversations, some roundtables, some discussion, some panels where you may not, you know, there may just be little nuggets. The, you know, the whole thing, you're not going to find applicability, but you never know where those little nuggets may lead. And, uh, you know, our industry so young that there's so much to be learned from these industries who have been down these roads and maybe not made some of the, make some of the mistakes they've made. Absolutely, and you know, I, I I get your point as well about this. That I think you know we go to a lot of these events, we're seeing the same faces um, all the time, which you know is good because we actually haven't seen each other for, for two years. It's, it's sure. been such a long time. And I'm also gutted that I haven't been able to make as many uh, events as I've been able to. But I think, um, you know, our team, because I can't take the credit for uh, the organisation of this um, in any way, but um, I think there's still so much scope for new events to come into the space. Our team is, is so good because we've got such a holistic view of, of real estate and hospitality in general. Um, which you know, short-term rentals is, is a part of, but we can. We're always looking at how these sectors are emerging and intersecting. You know, it's this is going to become an annual event as well. I don't know where it's going to take us, but you know, as a, as a first-time event, I think we're really happy. We got a, a really good audience, good speakers from 
you know, a whole a whole range of companies, and you know, I've done a couple of interviews as well. So, a just, couple of interviews. Well, You've done uh, the content you put out is pretty <laughs> incredible content. Yeah. I have to say that you know, from a lot of the publishers that are in the space, mm. you're probably one of the best uh, content publishers. Yeah, you put out you put out really good interviews. You've got good articles that are coming out. Very unbiased, which is something that I like. And you have a different perspective. So I think what makes you guys unique, again, is that you're looking at different sectors and you're able to take the content from different types of sectors and put something forward that is very, it, it's good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you say it because I yeah. probably would be a bit more self-deprecating. But yeah. no, if people aren't aware of my background, I, I did a languages degree. So, you know, the idea of tourism and travel really appeals to me. But, um, so how many languages do you speak? So French, Spanish, and obviously English. Yeah, uh, and Matt, how many languages do you speak? Well. Um, let's see. Un. Uh, un. Un. God. I mean, I'm, I, you speak the language of short Paul, time. I did take, yes, Paul and I were getting off the bus yesterday, and I, it's not enough that I'm around a bunch of people who speak Spanish and English. Almost everyone I meet is like, oh, no, no. You know, it's French, and then they, you know, you don't see many with German. No. Yeah, you know, that's a, a that's that, a complicated that, language. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> let, let, we can move on. That's move on. Like <laughs> but you know, I, I've I've maybe have come in with a slightly fresh view of the industry because it's it's a nascent industry, but I am even newer to the industry, and you know, my only experience before was staying in Airbnb. So, you know, whereas your other guests might have perhaps more experience and in the guest experience um, space you know which we're going to be talking about hopefully I can come up with something that's yeah just just a bit different a bit varied to to what else is already out there um, I'm, I feel quite privileged to be in a position where I'm on a podcast where I've only been doing this for three years and yeah just flattering really that's awesome yeah so you host your events we're here at Vitor at their conference Tell us uh, some of your experiences. What have you seen that you really like about the conference, and give us some takeaways. Well, I think it's I think it's been a fantastic event so far. Carlos, Laura, Thalia, I think they've done a great job. And you know, like I, I mean, this is my first time at Vitor. I think talking to a lot of other people, it's the same. So it shows that they're trying to grow this into even more well-known and established as, as a real annual must-go-to event. My highlight is probably well. One of my highlights was actually presenting at a panel yesterday uh, on the changing role of tech um, within the industry and guest experience and customer experience was something that was very prevalent within that. Uh, we were speaking to Home2Go, to PopConnect and to Superhog, so really good. Everyone's doing something completely different there, but also just the opportunity to, to network in different conditions. We were at the Palacio Miramar last night. That was fantastic. With the, uh, awards and gala dinner. I mean, yeah. <laughs> technically, that was this morning. Very soon. <laughs> when it ended, it was morning. We, we'll talk a little about that I later think our, in our I wrap. Think our heads up. are all a little bit fuzzy. This yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it will be a, a major section of my wrap up for Vitor. Matt's first experience in Spain is how late these events go. Yeah. Paul, you probably don't, but I am in the, for people who are close and work with me, so I am known as someone who gets up very early in the U.S. I'm 2.30 in the morning is about, every day is about when my day starts, but I will tell you, I have two little girls. I go to sleep, though, at like 8 p.m. with them, 7.30, 8 o'clock, I'm laying down. So I, I do sleep, but 
for somebody like me who's the exact opposite, it has been it's been brutal. You know, I, like I haven't seen Midnight, and I don't know how many wow. years. And uh, <laughs> but yes, that was that was really fun. Well, we brought you to Europe in style. Yes. I, yeah. I do honestly wonder when some of you guys in, in the States actually sleep. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm having calls with people sometime at midday and they're in they're eight hours behind. And yeah. yeah. You guys got to sleep The days start earlier in the U.S. There's no, there's no question. But yeah, anyways. But so I, I do want to just, before we wrap up, I, I want to talk about the changing role in tech. Because a, a role of tech in, in our space. This isn't something that we talked about before, so but I'd love to I'd love to get your thoughts. You know, one of the things, Paul, that I'm seeing is you know, the increase in tech and the tech stack in our space. I think no question in the long run is really going to help propel the short-term rental industry further, right? Especially when you think about our operations not being in a sole a single site like a hotel, right, where you've got all the gas not having the staffing really that a hotel has um, to a great extent. It allows us to do a lot more, be a lot more efficient. However, one of my concerns that I'm seeing is a, a rapidly increasing tech stack in, in a market where margins can only sustain so much, right? And so I wonder if the next big move in tech is starting to see more consolidation on the tech side. We're certainly seeing it on the operation management side, but I, I don't know. I'd love to get your thoughts on that and maybe just, you know, generally whether or not we're, we're certainly producing more tech. Is the tech helping? Are we getting better or are we just right now producing more tech? Because that that's possible, right? It's, it doesn't always mean we're doing better. And it could be that we're just discovering as well. Right, we're trying right. certain things, and, and, and some of it's going to work. Some of it's really going to disappear, and maybe some of it's going to get consolidated into other tech stacks mm -hmm. that are going to improve the tech stacks right. that the, currently exist. Yeah, the best rises to the top, and then the the really successful ones roll them up into something a solution. But what are your thoughts? What are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't profess to being a tech expert or anything, sure. which is why it's almost quite surreal to be on, on a panel discussing that. <laughs> I'm usually the one asking the questions and being the expert on that, but I think you raise a lot of valid points there. I've been having some really good conversations with uh, Dana Young of Virtual Concierge Service. Yes. He's talking about all of these new technologies, for example, what Amazon Alexa are doing that we're probably not even going to be seeing for a couple of years even, um, so I'm looking ahead to that. but. You know, I'm really kind of amazed by the progress in the in the tech space, and so I, I think we probably will see the the cream of the cream rising to the top. Um, is that the right way of saying it? Yeah, cream of the cream. Um, yeah, cream yeah, well, creme, well, well, something like we'll that. We'll go with that. The, the creme de la creme. Creme, creme de la yes, creme. there you go. Oh, here we go. The, the now French, now we're French, in foreign languages the French, again. The French, the French coming out yeah, yeah. Um, of us, but one of the I'll probably just give the main takeaway of what the session yesterday was and that, you know, tech can only do so much. We can do all these things to make it make our lives more efficient and uh, increase the trust and security and booking process, all of that. And tech does a fantastic job. There's so many companies doing all sorts of things that, you know, we probably don't have time to discuss all of those today. But I think you know, from the sense that I got yesterday is that tech is only going to be an enabler, it's not the full solution. 
there are just things you can't automate. There's, you know, hospitality and good service is always going to be, you know, you need, you need people for these and you need that, that know-how especially that's come through just the empathy from not having seen each other and, and you know, being able to care for people and reassure them when they're coming back to a short-term rental or any other type of accommodation. So I hope that, that gives yeah, you a it bit does. of no, sense actually, of probably one of the best discussing. things that I've heard in quite a while because hospitality is all about people. And if our goal is to automate and use technology for everything, then we're not doing hospitality. We're, just, we're doing technology. Mm-hmm. And so... I think our industry, especially the vacation rentals, we're known for being unique. Unique in your host, unique in your units. The authenticity. And that's exactly Authenticity is the word that came up a lot yesterday. And if Um, you take that away, you're basically removing the authenticity out of our marketplace. We become a hotel. People need to see smiles. In some cases, a lot of people like to feel hugs and welcome back to the same units that they come back to. We get to know the actual people that come to visit us yeah. uh, and, and that's part of the experience I think there is a level of automation and technology that we need to use to better the process for people to make to, just to make things easy for them to book with us but you can never replace people and, and the emotion behind it otherwise it doesn't it's not a good travel experience I, I, I totally get what you're saying and I think we've also got to remember at the heart of this that the the, uh, the demographic of people staying in short-term rentals is very different to, uh, like we were discussing earlier, the boutique hotel or very service true. department segment. And you know the success of short-term rentals and vacation rentals this year has been built on, you know, the idea of being able to stay in a private um, destination, whether that's in a close-by drive-to destination or further afield. And um, that's why you're seeing mountain far afield destinations thriving and I think I think we've always got to remember that when it comes to the, the guest experience and how that matches up with the tech and yeah, yeah. you know yesterday I actually had a chance to host a panel on standardization versus authenticity you know almost that community versus commerce question and during the during the panel it came up as a reminder that there's a reason why even though most of the units now rented on Airbnb are professionally managed, Airbnb, who is a master marketer, right, you know, for all their faults, that's I mean, they, they know their brand, they still market as though, you know, come and stay in someone's home. Even though, you know, the days of that person meeting you at the door and it's I mean, there's some of that still on Airbnb. There's quite a bit of it, but Airbnb is professionally managed properties, but it's because that's what appeals to the traveler. Like they like that authenticity of going and staying in someone's home, right? And and experiencing a locale in a way that a local does. And it's really interesting because what we've had to do as professionals is actually adapt to the Airbnb platform. So instead of calling ourselves professionals, we actually, if you look at a review on Airbnb, what you need to do is become very personal so you're hosting yourself rather than just the company Mm. my focus coming back in and doing our beta tests is not that i'm coming in as my new company oliva homes people are actually doing reviews on brian not oliva homes and so it's adapting because it becomes more personal Mm. that those reviews resonate with people and if you go the other way around i just don't know that the success is there in a platform like airbnb interesting 
Well, Paul, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I think some great insights. And, you know, obviously, I agree. I, I agree with, you know, some of Brian's statements earlier. I, I think the from a reporting standpoint, the reporting you really do on our industry, I've always found is it, it is, it's got great content, but it is written from very much, I think, a reporting on, not always a commenting on, which I think is helpful because we do have a lot of commenting on, yeah. which is great, but sometimes we blur the line where people are uh, you know purporting to report on but they're really commenting on and then it becomes a little bit more of an advertorial and that's where i've appreciated like if i want to know you know the stuff i read from you i know i'm going to get kind of the here's what's going on so i can form my own opinion of what you know maybe all this means for our industry and that that's helpful i think it's a really important role as our our industry gets bigger but yet it becomes smaller because you know What's happening in the Europe is affecting what happens in the U.S. Mexico now. We we talked to Manuel. Uh, they're yeah. you know really kind of on the rise. So and I'm excited this to see really what you guys do with all of these conferences because yeah. you're putting out some some great conferences, some great awards, bringing other industries, which is something that Matt and I are big believers in, which is looking outside of the industry, finding those experts, getting inspiration from those experts. You guys seem to be on the same path. Yep. So it's exciting to see how you guys develop that and what comes of it in the future. Well, I appreciate all those kind words. I'm, yeah. I'm, quite, I'm quite flattered by that. But it's, yeah, I, I keep saying to this that, you know, I, we just, um, we appreciate any feedback about the website. I'm, I'm not here to, you know, I, I don't go about looking for praise, but I just want to see, you know, how far we can go with this website and whether it's positive or constructive feedback, we'll always listen and we want to cover as much of the industry as we can and and for the events and the conferences we've talked about urban living festival but we've also got the shorties uh, awards which hopefully a lot of people already know about and this if they is, don't where should they look so they can look on shorttermrentals.com and we will be putting out some news very soon i think this interview's going live quite soon so it'll still be relevant and we'll soon be revealing more details about our 2022 awards very much hoping that that's going to be in person in London. So, and we've also got our uh, shorties specific website, which is the shorties with a Z at the end, like shorttermrentals.com. And if people have content that they want to send you or they want to reach out to you for any reason, how do they do that? Yep, so I'm, I'm quite active on LinkedIn, <laughs> as some people keep telling me. But uh, yep, I'm, I'm you know, always accessible. You can reach me by email. Um, do you want me to give my email? Please, so if you want to. <laughs> um, you can reach me at paul at internationalhospitality.media. And we've already got loads of people sending us news, but if you're not doing it at the moment and you want to get more coverage for your business or you've got some ideas or want to comment on pieces, anything like that, we're always happy to chat and learn more. And Paul's very accessible, guys, so feel free. You're going to get bombarded. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode of Guest X. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episodes. We are Brian Hamali and Matthew Loney signing off and reminding you to always create a guest experience worth talking about. See you soon.